is coming up now on Established in the Faith. There is a battle. There are struggles that go on within the heart of the Christian. Let me tell you something, Christian. If you're not struggling with something, chances are you ain't saved. Welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Bibles turn to 1 Samuel chapter 19. 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 18. So David fled and escaped and came to Samuel to Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Naoth. Today as we Remember and honor those who have fought in wars to give us the freedoms that we have. I want to take a few minutes and remember the Samuels. The Samuels who have been there to help us in our spiritual warfare. Because every single one of us, if you're a Christian, you're in a battle. I thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit within our lives, but the Lord has placed Samuels in our lives along the way. And this morning I want to use for a subject, remembering the Samuels. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for every person that has come this way today, every person that may be listening by radio. Lord, today, as we try to open up your word and look at a few things, Lord, I ask for the anointing of your spirit to rest upon me and help me to rightly divide this word of truth. Lord, I ask that you will anoint your people to hear it and to receive it. Lord, that we might be drawn closer to you is my prayer today in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. And amen. Everything that has ever been done in this world by the Godhead has been carried out and done through and by the person, the ministry, the power of the Holy Spirit. We see that in the creation of God. There was no life. In Genesis chapter 1, until the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. In church, there is no life outside of the Holy Spirit of God. Even the birth of Christ, 
As the angel Gabriel came in to her that night and revealed to her that she was the one through whom the Messiah would come. You shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, call his name Jesus. And Mary said, How shall this be, seeing that I know not a man? Gabriel said, The power of the highest will overshadow you. The Holy Spirit was involved in the conception of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus did not begin his earthly ministry until he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. When Jesus came to John to be baptized in the river Jordan, and John baptized him that day, the Holy Spirit was seen descending upon Christ. And immediately after that, Christ began His earthly ministry. His first message that He preached in the little hometown of Nazareth, found in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He was fully God, but at the same time he was fully man. He laid aside his deity. He needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit to carry out the will of the Father. The Holy Spirit worked in all of that. But the Holy Spirit did not die on Calvary's cross for our sins. However, the Holy Spirit was in Christ when He died. And the evidence is that Jesus did not give up the ghost until the Holy Spirit told Him to do it. And in the resurrection, there would have been no resurrection had it not been for the power of the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. Paul said in Romans 8 and verse 11, that if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Dana was telling me this week about a man that walked into her office and there was just something different about him. He had gotten saved and all he wanted to do was talk about the Lord. There was a change there. There was a glow about his countenance. He said, the whole world has opened up to me. I understand things better now. I see things in a different light than I did not see before. The same power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead quickened his mortal body. He was made spiritually alive, a new creation in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3 and 16, Know ye not you are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwelleth in you.
the most powerful force in the universe is living inside of every single person who accepts Jesus Christ as their Savior by faith. Faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary opens up that door for the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and life. That means that you are without excuse. There's not an addiction in this world that the power of the Holy Spirit cannot overcome. Alcoholic, you can be free. Drug addict, you can be free. I don't care what the bondage is. I don't care what the sin is. I don't care how far down the road you have gone. The power of the Holy Spirit of God can break every bondage, can break every sin, and set you free. For he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. The power of the Holy Spirit. And Paul said, Galatians 5 and 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. There is a battle. There are struggles that go on within the heart of the Christian. Let me tell you something, Christian. If you're not struggling with something, chances are you ain't saved. Now, did you hear what I said? Let me say it again. Christian. If you are not struggling with something, and it don't have to be the big boys, it can be little things. Sin covers a wide territory. But if you ain't struggling with something, chances are you ain't saved. Because if the Spirit of God is in you, there's going to be a battle between the flesh and the Spirit and there's no better example of this in the Word of God than the conflict that we see going on between David and Saul. The Bible says there, if you look there, 1 Samuel 19, verse 8, that David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter, and they fled from him. The moment you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes into your heart and life. But friend, let me tell you, He don't stop there. He knocks on every door in your heart. He opens up every door. He goes into every aspect of your life. and He opens up doors and He shows you things that you didn't even know was there. Good grace and mercy. I wouldn't look in your hearts this morning. But if God could pull it back so that we could see into your heart. It'd be an episode of hoarder sure enough. But God deals with you behind the curtain. Can I get an amen from somebody? 
God deals with you behind the curtain. He don't deal with you out in public and expose you and the things that are down in the deep recesses of your heart. You better thank God for that. But now there have been some who are in the public eye, and God has revealed and shown some things. But thank God He takes us behind the curtain, and He deals with us, and He opens up doors, and He shows you things. He goes into every aspect of your heart and life, the Holy Spirit does. And like David, He goes out after the Philistines. They're Philistines hiding within our hearts and lives. Philistines that we didn't even know was there. But David's going to go out and he's going to find them. He's going to bring them to the surface so that you can see it. And let me tell you, if you'll walk after the Spirit, if you'll let the Holy Spirit do His job, He'll root out and find every Philistine in your life. And He'll slay them with a great slaughter. And He'll put them rascals on the run. I'm talking about progressive sanctification. You see, your position in Christ is perfect. But your condition is not perfect. And the Holy Spirit wants to bring your condition up to your position in Christ. That no matter what situation comes your way, you're conducting yourself in a Christ-like manner. And this is something that doesn't happen overnight. It takes time as we grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord. But let the heavenly David, the Holy Spirit, do his job. And when he points out something, admit, we got a problem here. And you keep your faith anchored in Christ and His finished work. And the heavenly David will go out and fight the Philistines. I remember back years ago, I worked with an electrical company. And I was on this particular job for several weeks. And I had a young man that was working with me and had opportunity to witness to him and he was under the convicting power of the Holy Spirit and I could tell it and it was a Friday afternoon and we were on the way home and he was so close and I asked him I said would you like for me to pray with you accept the Lord as your Savior and he said no not right now I, I want to do it in my own way I said, okay, so I didn't push the envelope any further. That coming Monday morning when he got on the truck, there was something different about him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can look at somebody and tell whether they got the victory or not. I already knew what had happened, but just to make it sure, I asked him, I said, did you have that little talk with God that you needed to have? He said, yes, I sure did. The whole world has opened up to me. And I had the opportunity for that week to help him and build him up in the faith. 
But the following weekend, it was Memorial Weekend, incidentally, the heavenly David, the Holy Spirit, found the Philistine. Some of his buddies wanted to go off and celebrate the weekend, and there was drinking involved. I found this out after the fact. He got on the truck and he was all down and out and depressed and I knew something won't right. He told me what all he done. He said, James, I didn't want to do it. They were drinking. I didn't want to do it. But I did want to do it. He said, they were drinking one after the other. He said, I can drink them guys under the table. And I felt like I had to prove myself. There's the problem. Self. The flesh. He didn't want to do it. But he had felt like he had to prove something. That was the problem with Saul. David went out fighting battle after battle, winning, coming back, and the applause of the women. Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands, and that jealousy couldn't stand David being exalted above himself. Saul had to prove something. Let me tell you this. When sin is identified and you refuse to deal with it and address it as you should, it only gets worse. Sin brings on more sin. And sin goes unaddressed in a person's life. There's no limit to the evil that that person can do. And Saul was out to kill David. Here's the ironic thing about it. Now, and I want you to listen to this very carefully for a moment, please. David and Saul both had the same enemy, the Philistines, the inward enemy, the sin nature, if, if you will. They both had the same enemy, and David was going out killing them left and right. And if Saul would have left David alone, David would have killed every Philistine that popped his head around the corner. But Saul wouldn't leave David alone. He wanted to kill David. And here's the ironic thing about it. The Philistines ultimately destroyed Saul. If Saul would have left David alone, David would have killed the Philistines, but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't let David do his job and do his thing. And the Philistines ultimately killed Saul. Walk in the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit have His way in your life. If you'll leave him alone, he'll kill that Philistine that's threatening to destroy you.
But Saul wouldn't leave David alone, tried to kill him. And now David is on the run. He's running for his life. And there's some of you, spiritually speaking, you're running for your life. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, but you're fighting something, you're struggling with something, and you don't know where to go, you don't know where to turn. David turned to Samuel during his time of need. I thank God for the Samuels that God has placed in my life. There have been many since I was 12 years old. There's been struggles. There's been warfare. Many times I did not understand what was going on, but there was a battle there, there was a struggle there, and I didn't know who to go to. But God brought a Samuel. I thank God for the Samuels. Samuel, the last judge of Israel, the first one to stand in the office of the prophet, someone who would proclaim the Word of God and tell it like it is, not tell me what I want to hear, but tell me what thus saith the Lord James. You're going down the wrong road. You don't need to be doing that. You need to walk this way. Here is the way and walk in it. Samuel who believed in the sacrifice when God told him to go to Bethlehem and anoint a king. God, don't you know that if Saul catches wind of this, he'll kill me? God said, take a heifer with you and offer it up in sacrifice. He trusted in the sacrifice. He had faith in the sacrifice. And I thank God today for the Samuels that have been in my life that put their trust and faith in the sacrifice, the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Samuel, that had the anointing of God in his life. God told him to fill his horn with oil and go. Horns symbolize dominion. Fill your horn with oil and go. What is the dominating factor in your life? What is dominating you? Is it a sin nature or is it a divine nature? Fill your horn with oil. The oil is a type of the Holy Spirit. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Get full of the Holy Spirit of God that everybody you come into contact with thinks you're crazy. And I thank God for those people who had the anointing of God upon their life and had a great influence upon me. I would not be here today if it were not for the Samuels. David run to Samuel for counseling. They don't crucify me. But there's nothing wrong with good godly counseling. 
Nothing wrong with going and getting good advice. You better make sure that advice is coming from this book that I hold in my hands. You see, David would later on write in the Psalms, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Are you hearing me? David had a Samuel that he could run to. And on this memorial day, as I honor those who have fought in wars to give us this freedom that we have, let me tell you, I remember the Samuels. Those who have been there to speak a word, to pray with me, to help me, wouldn't judge me and kick me to the curb, but was there to encourage me and help me along the way. And today, I hope and pray that every single one of you can think of someone who has been a Samuel in your life or either is one now. And if you don't have one, ask God to give you one. Because, friend, we're in spiritual warfare. And it's hard to fight this battle without a Samuel. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 278. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.